0: This is Ethical Quandaries. I'm Jessica Veldstra. And I'm Denise Thompson. And today we're going to be talking about, so last week we talked about a subject that we knew a lot about, lived through, were (laughs) experts in, was in our bones, in our DNA, as it were.
1: And this week we are talking about something we don't know at all, we have no experience with. (laughs) We're, We're shooting in the dark here. But we do both have it. Yes, we do. We're talking about uh, DNA. Yes.
0: And (laughs) DNA testing and specifically whether or not using genealogical websites to catch criminals is ethical. So
1: I don't know if you guys have heard about the Golden State Killer. Uh, You should have. It's all over the news. If you haven't, there's something wrong with you. Google it. (laughs) I'm judging you because you haven't heard of this. But... Jessica and I are a little bit, little murder fanatics, so
0: we were, (laughs) and by that you don't mean
1: like we like to kill people. (laughs) No, we don't kill people. No, no, no. (laughs) we like true crime. I should have said we are true True crime crime fanatics.
0: Murder fanatics sounds bad. fanatics (laughs) like
1: to murder people. No, so (laughs) Jessica and I both followed this. Golden State killer case mm-hmm. before he was caught yeah. and didn't talk about it. No, it was super interesting. I was
0: listening to my favorite murder. Also, I was too. We were separately listening to my favorite murder
1: and not discussing it. Because we don't discuss other people's podcasts. We only discuss our podcast oh, yeah. while we're on our podcast. We actually don't talk about it before, before or after oh, no. a lot of the time. <laughs> we pretend like it doesn't exist
0: until we sit in the room
1: across from each other.
0: So, I was listening to it, and they came up with an interview, which is, what, like, one of the first ones that they've ever done like that. Normally, it's either a live show, uh, a regular podcast where they talk about a murder, or a minisode, and then this, like, I started listening to this, and I was like, what is going on? So, they were doing, like, a kind of a question and answer about a new book that was coming out, which was I'll Be Gone in the Dark by Michelle McNamara, and she had passed away, and her husband, Pat Oswalt, had actually... Uh, worked with other people to complete the book for
1: her. Yes.
0: She was pretty obsessed with this. And or, rightly
1: so. This yeah, it's, this it's, it's is crazy, super
0: interesting. Yeah. It's a crazy serial killer. My Favorite murder had talked about her book and how she had basically branded this guy named him the Golden State Killer because it was a catchy name. Because yeah, he, she
1: coined that phrase mm-hmm. because he had multiple different names because every time he would, like, change locations, it seemed like they or came up M.O.'s, with... yeah. Or, yeah, mm-hmm. he, they would come up with a different name for him. Right. It was the,
0: like, East Side East, Rapist and the original Night Strangler and, like, it was so nothing... Or stalker. Or yeah, Stalker, yeah. It was all <laughs> sorts of weird... Uh, names that were not catchy and not memorable, obviously. No, obviously, because <laughs> I've read them a million times, and I'm like, huh. Yeah. The East
1: Area Rapist? Hmm. Um, but so she coined that, put all his uh, crimes in one book, and then about 2016, they did pull up the reward for him, mm-hmm. and they ended up catching him about a week after that, like, book I don't
0: know, the book no, tour. No, it was two
1: months, two months after, after the, the book, book came out. But
0: like a week after I'd
1: listened to this podcast. Yes, a week after nuts. we'd listened to it. Yeah. But that's the crazy thing about this is that sometimes things just happen and it is coincidences and it just lends for this like great <laughs> ethical quandary to pop up, which wasn't on our original list, but we've actually, no. I've been... T- reading articles because I'm weirdly strangely mm. interested in murder not committing murder, murder like <laughs> like we said before but I'm really interested in in that true crime true, solving crime true crime and, and that, that kind of thing you know. and the solving mm. of it mm-hmm. and then the fact that at first I mean I was thinking okay so they got this guy and they say they use DNA so I'm thinking like one of his children mm. mm-hmm. suspected him right. and they saw like He, it was a little bit more publicized. Mm -hmm. The book was coming out. Right. Like, I was like, okay, one of, he has three daughters, the man they arrested. So I'm thinking one of these daughters is, and they're all like our age. Right. So I was like, they read the book Uh and they're like, oh my gosh, that's my father. Uh And then they offered their DNA to the police. But the more the police were talking, it was kind of like that they weren't going to offer a reward, that it wasn't a person. Uh There was no tip. Mm -hmm and then i i mean i was straight away like yelling at the tv and i'm going to take credit for having <laughs> like knowing this before anyone else because she then, was yelling at the tv i, I can was, attest to this before i was it came listening out. to the podcast and mm. i also was listening to the interview with mm. paul holes no oh. it wasn't paul oh, holes okay. it was it was just an interview with uh, district i cannot remember district attorney, attorney? Oh, okay. it, was, it was one that megan kelly was interviewing and Megyn Kelly kept saying, so, well, how is that possible? And the woman just kept saying, all I can say is that we use DNA. And she's like, well, how did you know to use his DNA? Mm-hmm. And she's like, we just knew to use <laughs> we his <just> DNA. Knew. <laughs> and, and I was like, well, how could they just know mm-hmm. to use his DNA? And I was like, oh, they used a DNA database. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, and and then... It was, she said, I can say it was not run through a police DNA database. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, <laughs> they used someone yeah. out there. They basically got, and I was like, no, no, this is what happened. <laughs> and I was the only one with the theory. And then like two days later, they came yeah, out and yeah. said that it was a uh, genealogical website. A genealogical website. They it was uploaded his DNA into profile it. into it and found a distant cousin mm-hmm. And he, they also have said that he has certain DNA genetic markers mm-hmm. and they were able to then, it was like a thousand people and mm-hmm. then they just slowly, you narrowed know, narrowed it down. Narrowed yeah, it by, down. T- by time, place, yeah. age. yeah, Sex, yeah, yeah. that's all that. All that. So, <laughs> yes, that's how they caught him was basically a DNA website. So, where does the ethical question lie here? Because, technically, he did
0: not submit his DNA to this website Mm -mm. the website is a public website it says right on it if you submit your dna it's not like ancestry.com or or 23andme it's a it's a public dna website and it says right on there if you submit your dna it can be used for crimes or whatever and if you don't want it to be used that don't submit it but he didn't submit it no. His so, distant
1: distant relatives admitted
0: it. I have multiple <laughs> questions for you, Jessica. Okay. I
1: get to interview Jessica today Cause about DNA cuz I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the things is they uploaded his DNA, uh-huh. they found a relative, they narrowed it down. He right. was the main suspect. Mm-hmm. So then they actually before they could arrest him, they had to do a double check right. on his DNA. Mm-hmm. So how did they get his DNA? They used it as discarded DNA. DNA. And mm-hmm. that was what was so confusing right. to people is they kept saying it was for we, we, confirmed found, it. we confound him by yeah. discarded mm-hmm. DNA and people were saying, Well, how did you know to look mm-hmm. at his DNA? Right. So discarded DNA is just Basically, DNA that is left in a public place mm-hmm. by anyone. So I could leave DNA somewhere. Mm-hmm. You could leave DNA somewhere. Yeah, it's like chewing gum that you spit out or a straw that you or drink out. Or even. spit, even. Like, yeah, if like, you're a disgusting person pers- <laughs> that spits on the street. They can use that. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I feel like those people need to go away. <laughs> I don't know if they need to and go to jail, but they definitely need and to that stop has spitting has been on through the, the court system
0: and has been... Basically, it's very legal to use discarded DNA. They basically say very legal. It's, yes. Who knows? It, so it, ethical my first legal question can be two
1: different things. So but. my first <laughs> question is: Do you think it is okay to secretly collect a suspect's DNA from discarded DNA like yeah. that? Mm-hmm. For an example, discarded DNA spit on sidewalk, yeah. table t- utensils. <laughs> yes,
0: because if you're gonna leave stuff around, and and almost everybody does this, but you could. Theoretically, you could be very careful and never leave discarded DNA around. Well, I mean... Like, you could just never, like, drink out of something, eat out of something. Outside you could of live in a bubble. You could live in a bubble. Mm-hmm.
1: You could be the boy in the <laughs> bubble.
0: But you could, like, basically live so far out and, like, not use, like, one-use one, uh, plastics and not throw things away. So, yeah, you throw something away and you've committed a heinous crime. You're okay with You're that in public, yeah? Because they, yeah.
1: they use it in public. Yep, I'm okay with that too. So the <laughs> law agrees with us, and we agree with the ethics on that. Do you think it's okay to collect DNA secretly from medical records of family members? Oh, without their consent, yes. the family's members. Yes. Consent? So here's an example. Uh, I'm gonna uh-huh. say the example, and then tell me if you think it's okay. So the BTK killer. Uh-huh. What is it? Bind, torture, torture kill, yeah, uh-huh. BTK killer. He was found through familial DNA, mm-hmm. and it was from his daughter's pap smear from when Ooh. she was in college. Wow. So his daughter went in, got a pap smear mm-hmm. in college, and it was in a medical database, and the police accessed that, and that's how they caught her father. Now, did um, they have a, did they access a the
0: whole medical data database, or did they have reason to suspect that it was? Her father and then s- checked her. Do you know?
1: I would assume they had reason to suspect that it was her father and then used her to mm-hmm. prove it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I actually don't
0: know the answer okay. to that. Okay, because that's the thing is like if they're accessing a huge amount of medical data, just like a database in general, I say nope. I would be okay if it was. For a warrant to search that one person's medical records, because they had other uh, reasons to suspect that one person, you do have to get a warrant for medical records or a subpoena and, like, request them. So a judge has to agree to that, and you have to have a high enough standard for that. Basically, I think it's probable cause.
1: Okay. So here's the thing. Mm -hmm. They don't run DNA tests on pap smear results. Yeah. So they had to have taken her results and then run run a a DNA test. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, you. so you think that's okay, too? If
0: you have a judge sign off a minute with a warrant or a subpoena, but you have to have that higher standard, then. I don't think it's okay to just run medical, medical records Just medical a whole, like a, <laughs> the United States' medical records. If they can narrow it down and prove to a judge that they should, you know, get a subpoena or a warrant, yes. as long And, and you know, people can fight that through the court system, that kind of thing, and say, oh, no, that judge shouldn't have granted that. That's like everything else. You can get a subpoena for any kind of medical record if, if you, you can prove to a judge that it's you know, that there's warranted. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, do you think it's okay to use a public DNA forum such as a genealogical website, like what they did with the Golden State Killer? Okay. Yes, and here's why. I so I'm talking about specifically the one, public the ones. public ones that they put on. But using a familial DNA such as, uh, so the public mm-hmm. site that they used was GED Match. Right. And GED Match said they were not aware that this was happening. Right. But they but did say a disclaimer on the they front They do have a disclaimer, but they also say that they do take the privacy of their users very seriously. So what do you think about that? So on That, a, like,
0: on a public So, so on one. the public one, they said if you do not want this used to match a crime, you should not be submitting it. So I feel like on a public one like that, this is not like Ancestry or, you know, 23andMe, that they can, even though that that person did not, like the Golden State Killer, did not submit his DNA. His family did. So here's an interesting concept. It's basically like his family member called in a tip on him. He yeah. could have easily just picked up the phone and called in a tip had he known. But it was like a family, anybody can call in a tip on somebody and they have to investigate it. That's
1: true, but what people are so, saying is but, your family me- your family member is not consciously doing, doing it. it. That's but not they, why they're doing it. But they it. didn't do it
0: why they did it, but they said that they could, that could be used in that. Mm-hmm. And so when they did it, they basically called in a tip. Okay, so I mean, I... Because they agreed to that term. I see your point. And so anybody can call in a tip. Nobody ever says, oh, it's not ethical to call in a tip on somebody that you
1: suspect. True, 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 (laughs) true. I'm also sad if you can tell that they are cancelling Brooklyn Nine-Nine. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, so. That was neither here nor there. (laughs) Okay. But they're cancelling one of my favorite shows. I saw that. I thought I was sad for you.
0: I don't really watch that one myself, but I was sad Uh for you.
1: So how so we kind of already covered this but mm-hmm. um using a site that says it will not share your info such as ancestry or 23 Me, mm-hmm. that does say that it they will mm-hmm. need a court order right. they will need they'll need like, a that warrant, that warrant. Mm-hmm. so do you think if the police if the police ended up using a site like that without mm-hmm. a court order you think so they actually did but not for the dna
0: they use mm. a free database in Ancestry, which anybody can access, and I can go ma- build a uh,
1: family, da- tree, family for tree
0: for free <laughs> on anybody I want to. Like, I could do it on my next-door neighbor if I knew enough of information about them. You can build a family a family tree on there, and that's what they did use, just because it's a family tree builder. You just type in names.
1: and Now we know what Jessica's doing on her weekend. I'm She's building, building family trees on neighbors. i <laughs> really
0: not that interested in them. <laughs> Um, you, you, but they did use that, just the website, but they didn't use the DNA portion. Um, so I would think that if they shared that without a warrant, that'd be an issue. For
1: mm. sure. That would be an ethical issue because they've said they wouldn't. And, so you know, here mm-hmm. is the big mm. question. huh So, the police did use GEDmatch, and GEDmatch does have a disclaimer that your DNA can be used, Mm -hmm. but when you are uploading your DNA profile, you do have to push a button that says that it is your DNA profile. Oh. mm -hmm. And the police used a fake profile and a pseudonym. So, they... So they used a fake name mm-hmm. and they used a fake profile mm-hmm. and they uploaded his mm-hmm. DNA because of course they don't know his name and they don't know who he is. Right. So they uploaded it under a fake profile which I feel like falls into kind of a gray area. Mm-hmm. So how do you feel about that? Well, is this here's, here's a is question. this unethical mm-hmm. or is this like when you're interrogating someone you can lie mm-hmm. a bit? Right. So that's
0: that's kind of an a, a question about like law enforcement in general because basically it's is it ethical to be undercover? It's the same question for anything. Yeah. Cuz it's be basically using a fake name, fake profession, all of that. Is it ethical to be undercover under law enforcement? Is it good to lie to to get the to guy? Get you, I mean the like everybody or not maybe not everybody, but <laughs> people know that the Supreme Court ruled that it is legal to lie in an interrogation. Mm-hmm. So if you are dumb enough to think that they're going to be telling you the truth. I don't know, but anyway. That's um. why I feel like you really need to
1: drill into your kids. I don't know, people always, out there always, that always have get kids a always drill into your kids. Don't talk. Don't talk. Even if
0: you didn't do anything, especially if you didn't do anything, don't
1: talk. Get a lawyer. Always. Always. You always. do always. not speak. Mm-hmm. You don't do it. Just ask for a lawyer. That's your sentence. I would <laughs> I like a lawyer. lawyer. I want a lawyer. And if you're under 18, you say I want my parents, parents and a lawyer. a lawyer. And I hope that you're drilling this into yeah. your kids' heads because there are some sad cases yeah. where, you know, little kids they got And I say little kids, but and, 17-year-olds, yeah. they believe what the police say and mm-hmm. the police are doing their fibby fibs and and I'm not here against police. Really, I'm just but, saying, and they can do that. And it's legal trained, for them you know, to do that. Yeah. And you <laughs> need to be aware that they have that ability. <laughs> yes. They're not always going to be telling you the truth.
0: Yeah. So he, you know, that's a question. Is is that you know, and like some people would be really black and white and say, no, it's always, always, always wrong to lie. And in that case, if you hold that to be true, I don't think you'd be in law enforcement, or definitely you wouldn't be undercover.
1: I mean, you lie. I lie. Right. But I I usually, I I usually try not to lie. Try not to, yeah, yeah. And when I do lie, lie, it's more like I'm trying to be nice. Right.
0: It's the social niceties kind of thing. Like,
1: (laughs) I lied when someone asked me how my day was, and I said, great. Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't great. (laughs) I lied. Uh. That's the kind of lying that I like to do. (laughs) Make other people feel less uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, I think that basically doing your job. It is definitely legal. I think it's very legal. Whether it's ethical or not is how you feel about lying. I think in the Bible, they in the say, black and white. they say don't bear false witness, which would be like lying against your neighbor in the in a court or like against somebody. But yeah, there's a question. I don't know. It depends on, it depends on your personal stance. I, I personally think that going undercover is fine. Would not be my jam, <laughs> but but if oh. you feel like that that's that's your calling as a law enforcement officer, go for it.
1: I think the one thing that I would be concerned about is if the site says that you acknowledge it's your sample and you like click something that says I acknowledge these like terms and conditions mm-hmm. basically, and I'm not sure exactly if it is that that you have to click that, but you basically when you submit it you say that that it's yours. Mm-hmm. I am hoping that that gets covered because i am so stoked that they caught this guy yeah 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 yeah. like so excited but yeah i think that that probably
0: will be covered under undercover because they have to do that kind of thing all the time all sorts of things that they have to basically lie on and i so i'm thinking it's got to be covered somehow under the law tell us email us and tell us how it's covered if you guys know <laughs> So for if, people in law enforcement we're, we're drowning in emails of, of course so
1: we'll weed through them to just read yours <laughs> don't you worry we'll get to you first <laughs> if your dna was used how would you feel like if your, your well, dna was used if your dna was used one. yes and your so if they
0: like took my blood sample that i submitted to the hospital a couple years ago and here's the thing, if they caught a serial killer, I'd be pretty stoked. I'd probably think it was really cool. <laughs> and, and like, would if it, it was, be if, if you
1: didn't know them? If, if
0: I didn't know them. Because, okay. like, a, the, the, this guy was, like, caught off of, like, a fourth cousin or something. Yeah. You know, it wasn't it wasn't a close relation. So if if they, I was in that position, like, his position, I'd be like, boom, yeah. I got, would you go I, public?
1: Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, would, I, no. You wouldn't be like right into my favorite I don't know. murder, like my blood sample was the one that caught the. I don't, know. I don't know, man. That's hard to say. I the Zodiac killer because they have
0: just submitted his DNA. DNA yeah, that would be really cool. But yeah, I don't know if I'd go public. That seems a little terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like is, the. I don't like the invasion of. Of privacy, which is kind of all, all what we're talking about, but oh. yeah, but at the same but, like, time, we're doing, doing a real podcast, so all, yeah. you're
1: letting people into your head
0: yeah, a little bit. But I know we've got the millions of listeners, but <laughs> and the drowning in emails, but you know, anonymity is good. Anonymity <laughs> is good. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, if they got a legal, if they got a warrant for it, they used my blood, caught the Zodiac killer. I'd be okay with that. If they, you know, it would be a lot, of course, a lot closer to home if they caught somebody really, you know, close to me that I was related to, then I'd have all of that around that that I think anybody has that has, you know, somebody who's a criminal, you know, that's close to them. Um, I don't know that that would change very much
1: if it was your Your excitement DNA. level would probably go oh, down yeah. because oh, yeah. you'd be dealing with that. Because but at be the same time, how would you feel, like, being the one that... Well, because
0: if someone, if I knew somebody was killing somebody or raping somebody, or you know, basically any kind of violent crime, and that's I think the only, maybe not the only, but pretty much the only way that you're going to have DNA used. I mean, they're not going to use DNA most likely on an embezzlement charge, but, but no,
1: probably not. I mean, they could, but it's you're forging be pretty, checks. And pretty
0: big. <laughs> they're
1: checking flaked DNA.
0: Um, <laughs> but if you know it was a violent crime. And I knew about it. I'd call it a yeah, so warning to any relatives of mine who are committing violent crimes on calling it. And if you, if I know about it. So same way. Well, like, what they said <laughs> about
1: his daughters was, I mean, it was so not obvious to his family, mm-hmm. obviously, right. because his daughters uh, didn't pretty, even know he you know, was a police officer right. in the seventies. So yeah, strange. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my they, dad, I'm sure
0: they have. I mean, that would be horrible. I would say get into counseling if you found out your father is a serial killer because you have to process everything bad about that. It was bad enough to find out that Bill Cosby was a rapist. I have a really Um, hard
1: time with that. I have
0: such a hard time with that because I looked up to him for so long so I can imagine
1: multitude, like multiply that by like a thousand and that's your father. Yeah. You know, so. No way. (laughs) Like, I have a hard time watching the Cosby show. Well, you really have a hard time
0: now, because it's going to take off everything.
1: I know, right?
0: uh, But, yeah, I mean, like, he he was such a part of my identity growing up, because, you know, that show, you know, with the mom in it uh, being such a strong woman, and him being such a great dad, and so funny, and it was one of the only shows I was allowed to watch. So, yeah, that sucks. The thing is, is it doesn't take
1: away from what he
0: what he did did the good things but yeah it does there's a really good (laughs) well (laughs) right now it does it does in the in the in the like
1: hypocritical way hypocritical
0: hypocritical way way, and like I just feel gross watching him now instead of
1: because you feel like you're contributing to giving him money well I mean supporting him in some way no I mean like that
0: not even it like even if it was like a old DVD that I had had, I'd still be because it just like all that that's, that's all I see anymore
1: yeah That's true. (laughs) So, I mean, like, I think if it was, there's a really good article out there. You guys should read it about the BTK killer's daughter. Mm -hmm. She wrote an article about how her DNA was used to catch her father and about her forgiveness and her faith Mm. in how that played a part and the fact that Mm. she was able to forgive him and really work through a lot of the issues in her life because of her faith. And weirdly enough, a lot of that was given to her. By her father. Brother, so, yeah. He so gave her the
0: resources to deal with his own His own
1: crap. His own crap. Exactly. Know. And so it was very interesting. You guys, mm-hmm. if you're not into true crime, sorry we threw this at you. But I feel like we had to talk about Yeah. We had to talk about it. And there was an ethical thing surrounding it. There yes. are some people that are really up in mm-hmm. arms about the fact that they use DNA. It's a slippery slope, guys. It's a slippery <laughs> slope. When someone says it's a slippery slope... Try not to listen to them. <laughs> it's never a good argument. It's not a good argument. It's a straw man argument.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's actually a slippery slope argument. I think that's actually a categorizing, categorization of Oh, argument. they've changed it now. Yeah. It has its I own don't know. category. It probably does. Red herring. That was always my favorite. I can always remember that one.
1: So yeah, if they tell you it's a slippery slope, remind them that there are such things as warrants, mm-hmm. probable cause... Those um, things just don't go away because of the internet or and DNA the thing testing. is, is I know there are a lot of really paranoid people out there, but I am still a believer in if you're not doing anything bad, hmm. you don't have anything to hide. In some ways, I like my privacy, but at the same time, if I'm not doing anything bad. You know, people ask me when we got our Connect for our Xbox mm. if we were having a really hard time with that. Oh no! What if someone's watching you through the mm. Connect? And my whole thing was, let them watch because they'd be really bored in like two seconds. That but, can that can backfire I was on say, you.
0: But but yeah, the thing the thing is is that. Then you're also not protecting other people's privacy who may want it for for good reasons.
1: Oh no, totally. Yeah. So no, do, I you mean, should, should you should be. I aware don't like of that yeah. they would yeah. be watching me, yeah.
0: but I'm like whatever.
1: But yeah, but they'd be bored should,
0: and but, they'd stop. But you should advocate for things like privacy and making sure that the cops aren't just taking willy nilly DNA from you know. These things, and they're actually going through due process. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But if
1: you're worried that they're going to somehow pin some sort of crime on you because you're submitting your DNA to find out if you have 20% Italian (laughs) and 30% North African and let's see if I can do 50% Nordic, (laughs) I'm making my own person.
0: They seem interesting.
1: <laughs> they would be. They would probably be beautiful. So anyways, if you're doing that, then, you know, don't be fearful unless you're out murdering people. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and then submitting your DNA to a public site is all it's I'm It's
0: probably, yeah, if you're murdering people. Maybe don't submit your...
1: I don't know. Maybe do. Maybe we'll catch you. It would be good. Yeah. Because the more murderers we catch... The better. The better mm. our world is going to be. Yes. <laughs> so anyways...
0: How we judge the heck out of that? I really
1: feel like we have. Okay, awesome. So, our ethical product this week is Sevenly.org. Yes, you guys, this is super cool. You gotta look at it to completely understand it because we're probably not gonna get across the coolness of what this is. So, Sevenly was founded with the mission of leading a generation towards generosity based on simple core beliefs that people matter. The Sevenly team activated a now global cause art movement and started creating 7-day cause campaigns inviting customers to purchase advocacy art, apparel and accessories that donate to nonprofits. Each campaign and every product would also create conversations. It's now widely recognized as one of the world's leading social good companies. So, they do these really cool campaigns where you can go and you can get I mean this stuff is cute guys. Mm-hmm. All sorts of things. T-shirts and bracelets and headbands. headbands yep. Totes. Um, all that. Yeah. Totes. Mons. So they are fair trade, slave labor free, and child labor free. It's such a cool ethical company, you guys. And yeah. And Lee makes a pledge of $7 per purchase in its seven day campaigns and 7% for its cause-themed collections to selected nonprofits. So there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm on this website (laughs) so it's sevenly.org and check it out guys it's really awesome yeah they fund things like right now uh, literacy they've done clean water conservation so like right now they are working with teachers Mm -hmm. because it's teacher appreciation week yes (laughs) and each purchase gives a child in need their first two books through the book fairies of new york so yes. everything is cool about this mm-hmm, site you yeah. guys and it changes with each campaign yes and so that's sevenly
0: s-e-v-e-n-l-y.org <laughs> so thank you for joining us here at ethical quandaries
1: a podcast where we have a lot of questions but no answers and we're, we're judging, judging you anyway <laughs> technical support and <laughs> photography by tip kingsley Should consultation be? by mid toker production music by epidemicsound.com Editing by me, Jessica Veldstra. If you have an ethical quandary or a comment, you can email us at ethicalquandaries@outlook.com And check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Remember, if you enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. And check us out on patreon.com.